This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The head of NASA talks about the scuttled launch on Monday of an Alabama-built rocket. A fuel leak led to the delay at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Here's NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. Uh, This is a brand new rocket. It's not going to fly until it's ready. There are millions of components of this rocket and its systems. Uh, And uh, needless to say, the complexity uh, is daunting when you bring it all into the focus of a countdown. The Artemis 1 is a rocket that's built at the Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville. This latest launch involves an unmanned spacecraft attached to that rocket. Another attempt to launch could come this Friday at the earliest. A Southern Alabama man pleads guilty to defrauding the Paycheck Protection Program that was implemented by Congress during the COVID-19 virus outbreak. 38-year-old Jason Pierce admitted that he applied for the loans and got more than a million dollars that he then used on cars, real estate, and luxury items. Pierce is facing wire fraud, money laundering, and identity theft charges for his misuse of that Paycheck Protection Program. Pierre's attorney says that his client has taken responsibility for his actions and hopes to make amends. Prosecutors are asking for a low end on sentencing. U.S. attorneys in Alabama continue to prosecute those who've engaged in PPP fraud. Most are doing so within the range of tens of thousands of dollars. In Pierre's case, it could be the largest amount of fraudulently obtained money through that program. An arrest was made on Monday of this week in regards to a shooting that injured a two-year-old girl in Tarrant last week. The victim sustained serious injuries and was taken to Children's Hospital in Birmingham. No updates yet on the girl's condition. The mother of the child and her boyfriend are the two that are now under arrest for that shooting. This comes after investigators started looking further into the details of the case. Tennille Bolden is facing charges of endangering the welfare of a child and assault. Antonio Hasbury is charged with discharging a firearm in a dwelling, as well as child endangerment. A Montgomery man is living proof that a new drug that's used to treat cystic fibrosis is worth developing further. WSFA News caught up with 27-year-old Christopher Davis, who has been using Trifacta to handle the symptoms of cystic fibrosis, like heavy mucus production, coughing, joint pain, and difficulty gaining weight. Davis says he took part in the breakthrough drug when it was first approved for therapy in October of 2019. He now says it's a game changer for his life. Breathing is much easier. He's gained 40 pounds and has had no hospitalizations. I didn't realize the energy I did not have until I had it. Researchers at UAB Hospital prescribed the drug to Davis and are very pleased with what they're seeing in his case and others that also have cystic fibrosis. A church in Troy is really stepping it up with repurposing and recycling by purchasing an old movie theater to become their next church. The Vine Church has been renting space for the past 10 years, but now church members raised enough money to purchase the Continental Cinema. That's a movie theater that had to close down during the COVID-19 virus outbreak. Senior pastor Lewis Johnson told WSFA News that one of the screening rooms will remain intact and be used once a month for a family-friendly movie night for the public. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, media outlets along with one congressional member in Washington, D.C., 
are confirming a report that the FBI special agent in charge of the raid on Donald Trump's home has now been relieved of his position. The Washington Times, Just the News, and Becker News, along with Congressman Chuck Grassley, are reporting that Tim Thebolt was escorted from the FBI mil- from the FBI building on Monday by other FBI officials. Congressman Grassley is telling Just the News that Thebolt has been reassigned to an unspecified position. Whistleblowers are apparently claiming that Thebolt showed political bias in his handling of this investigation into Trump, which then led to the raid to seize documents from his estate. And when it comes to that raid, a filter team from within the FBI is now admitting that documents containing attorney-client privilege were in fact taken from Trump's home during that August 8th event. The filter team has been tasked with going through the 15 boxes of materials, but it will still remain under seal until a special master is appointed, according to a recent federal judge decision. The filter team is also tasked with providing a more comprehensive list of all the items in their possession that belong to Donald Trump. Shortly after the raid on social media, Trump revealed that his personal documents were taken that involve attorney-client privilege, and he then demanded they be returned immediately. Trump's attorneys started a legal action to get a special master appointed in order to access those documents. Judge Eileen Cannon has set a hearing on this whole case for September 1st. There's another issue that Donald Trump is weighing in on this week, election interference, and he's now demanding action. Trump is responding to the latest revelation by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, where he revealed that the FBI asked his social media platform to bury stories about Hunter Biden's laptop right before the 2020 election. Trump now says that this is further proof of fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in this country, and that either he should be declared the rightful winner or at minimum, a new election should be held. Trump says the 2020 election was irreparably compromised. The former director of Planned Parenthood, Lena Wen, is doing a complete 180 on one particular medical issue, masks. Wen wrote an article for the Washington Post that came out this past weekend in which she is now against mask mandates. This major shift comes due to the fact that Wen's own young son has seen developmental damage in his language and speech skills due to mask wearing as a young child. Wen now says that she accepts the fact that her kids will likely contract the COVID-19 virus sometime this year, just like the flu and other contagious diseases, and that she's willing to make that trade-off so that her son doesn't have to wear a mask anymore. In the past two years, Wen was one of the most vocally aggressive and unyielding proponents of masks for all and shots for all. Here she is on just a few of the national television shows like CNN and PBS. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. You have the option to not get vaccinated if you want, but then you can't go out in public. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated, that they have been walking around without masks. We have so many adults letting down their guard, not wearing masks, not getting vaccinated. Type of mask also matters. Ideally, KN95 or N95, if the child is able to tolerate that, if not, at least a three-ply surgical mask. Cloth masks are not enough. Wen has changed her personal stance on this issue. Still no indication of any forthcoming apology to other parents that she advised. A few months ago, the Daily Detail did a story on the ongoing efforts of the Satanic Temple to form an after-school Satan club at an elementary school in northern York County, Pennsylvania. So far, the school board has refused to do so. However, the Satanic Temple has recently been approved to rent the high school facility for an event that's coming up this September. This agreement was secured only because the school rents to other entities 
to use their facility. The school district released a statement saying that they don't agree with the organizations that rent from them, but according to their policy, they cannot pick and choose which ones may or may not rent the facility. Apparently, the Christian Dillsburg Community Worship and Prayer event was held recently at that high school, and that is how the Satanic Temple was able to leverage their way into renting the school facility. In Arizona, efforts to change election laws that were recently passed by that state legislature have now been struck down by the Arizona Supreme Court. Democrats were seeking to put initiatives on the ballot for this upcoming November that would revoke the already passed state laws. The Arizona Supreme Court struck down the ballot initiative, saying that thousands of the signatures that were presented to them were not complete or legitimate. Some of the proposals within that ballot initiative were changes to a ban on ballot harvesting, as well as reducing voter registration to include ID, such as a pay stub, and making it harder to cancel voter registration for those who are inactive. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about trading blows in the woke wars. Texas banned BlackRock and nine other finance firms from working with the Lone Star State after declaring that they were hostile to fossil fuels. So BlackRock is ESG scoring people who are hostile to one of the major industries that supports Texas, the oil and gas industry. And Texas says, wait a minute. Why in the world should the state of Texas be doing business with you? Why should we have our state retirement funds invested with you? Why should we, why should we do anything that relates to you, BlackRock? How about this? We're not going to. And so talk about trading blows in the woke wars. Texas banned BlackRock and nine other finance firms from working with the Lone Star State after declaring that they were hostile to fossil fuels. Glenn Hagar, the state comptroller, on Wednesday published a list of the financial companies that will be prohibited from entering into contracts with state and local governments. Yeah! The environmental, social, and corporate governments ESG movement has produced an opaque and perverse system, he says, in which some financial companies no longer make decisions in the best interest of their shareholders or their clients. But instead, they use their financial clout to push a social and political agenda shrouded in secrecy. So yes, Texas trading blows in the woke wars. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail, remember you can get those reports directly to your phone or electronic device simply by subscribing. And you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or some other podcasting app. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.